that goddamn camera on in your face. An Omega beam melting your brain. An optic blast bursting from your eyes. Crisis. Crisis. It's time for a crisis, crisis. to end all podcasts. Welcome to Crisis on Infinite Podcast, episode number 51. My name is Kevin Knight. I'm the editor-in-chief of EatGeekPlay.com, the website where we talk food, comic books, and music just about every goddamn day of the week. And with me this week, Jamie Rosales, the queen of Battle Planet. Jamie, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing good, Kevin. I've kind of had a Marvel overload lately, but I'm doing pretty good. So we're gonna we're gonna ditch the regular crisis format, and this week we're gonna talk about two things because it, it's been a month. There's so fucking much has happened in the last month. I mean, Jamie, there, th- th- we've we've had l- like what four major trailers drop. Uh, uh, Ant Man. Yep. Um, Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Uh, this film called Star Wars. Oh yeah, that I think yeah, I yeah. heard about that one. And, yeah, and then then uh, Batman v Superman. Oh oh yeah. So okay okay, we could spend like four hours just talking about just those trailers alone, but I want to run down really quick. So so we're gonna change this up a little bit. We're just gonna do some kind of rapid fire stuff. Um, Ant Man, excited or not? Uh, really excited. Trailer looks great. Paul Rudd, great. I'm. It, it looks fantastic. I'm really excited for it. Okay, I, I agree. I think it looks pretty awesome. I'm I'm a little bummed that they're like that they make fun of the fact that he's called Ant Man. You know, he's like oh that, that scene where he's like I didn't pick the name. That that's kind of a diss if if you ask me. But excited that it's Peyton Reed. Um, I, I love the man. He's he's great. He's this is what he's born to do. So um, I, I I you know. He's in there in the footholds of, of the Marvel Universe, so I think we're going to be seeing even more stuff from him. Right. Uh, they're already talking sequel. Um, okay. Uh, Batman v Superman? Um, not excited. Uh, I am not excited either. Uh, 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 do you bleed? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so- I just... Uh, also, just the... Um- it just seems so out of place. Like, okay, I still haven't seen Man of Steel, and I've been told not you to haven't? watch it. No, I haven't watched it. I, like, keep trying to, and I'm like, uh, you know, I have so many other better things to watch right now. <laughs> well, um, well, that's, that's the truth. Yeah. Paint, paint drying is better than watching that movie. But it, it just feels so, like, at least for me, like, I'm so used to, like, it just seems so soon to bring Batman onto the screen, and, and now I'm trying to just envision, like, with Suicide Squad happening and all these oh, things. Oh, God. Like... Let's not even talk about Suicide Squad. Okay, let, let's just... <laughs> not le- like that trailer left me going, I, this is still going to be the best and worst movie I've ever seen. It's like, I don't know how they're going to make it work, and I will be mind-blown if they do. Like, really. Well, I... the, the big thing with Jonathan is Joker killing Robin and 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 they're just trying to make they're trying to catch up for lost time. That's what they're trying right. to do with this. And whatever, good luck. Uh, okay, Star Wars. Uh, you know, I wasn't excited at first. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, oh, which- I remember. Yeah, Somebody was like, "That like, Star Wars trailer. Oh my god, it's a piece of shit. I can't stand it." It's a shit. But 
Uh, this this full trailer is exactly what I wanted. I wanted to hear John Williams score over freaking Tatooine Double Sunset. And, like, I actually, okay, when I um, saw Age of Ultron, they were playing all these trailers. And as soon as that one came up, like, no one cared about Batman v Superman. Everyone was, like, shouting, getting they, goosebumps. They actually showed all those trailers in the theater that you saw? Yeah, it was, oh, like, here. Star Wars, it was Ant-Man, it was Batman v Superman. I was like, oh my god, this is great. This we got Christmas. we got Ant-Man, but we didn't get we didn't get Batman v Superman. We uh-huh. didn't get Star Wars. I, I would have loved to have seen the Star Wars trailer on the big screen. Oh god, it was great. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna cry a little bit. Little I I uh I I yeah, I got so like like I watched it by myself. Well, I was talking to you online as as it was going on, but uh uh, you know, watching the 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 live stream of celebration, um, you know, made me so just like, okay, they're gonna do something like like that last minute when they're like, okay, well, let's show them a trailer, and I was like, oh my god, just from the opening sequence, I was hooked. And you know, I loved the last one, but I think the thing was that they they purposely did the the first trailer as just like a a, a ho hum, like they didn't want to blow you away completely. Oh yeah, absolutely. One. I get that now. That it really was just like to wet your taste buds, but I, yeah. I think it was just like, oh, like here's all this new footage I have no real connection to, you know, but like now it's like, okay, the music and everything, like this is what I wanted to see. Like now I'm pumped, you know. It, so well, I, I, yeah. the, the the chewy were home. Oh, I just I broke down. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like there's so much to this movie I think we just don't know about, you know, as much as the, the you know, I, I've been saying so far away from spoilers on, on just any kind of theories of what this this movie's about. And yeah. just that, I mean, hearing the voiceover of the, you know, like my sister and the before my father before her, you know, and, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Oh, I just I broke down like like it's so funny, like like just the Internet erupted. With the like, you know, just Star Wars, just love and passion. Yeah. All right, uh, Jurassic World. I, I can't. Uh, I, I shouldn't even ask you. Like, I'm so pumped. <laughs> I'm like, God, it's gonna be so terrible, probably. But God, I'm so excited. It looks so good. <laughs> yeah. It's like the story looks ridiculous. Like, okay, you you know, even like they totally tongue in cheek. It's like, really, you invented a hybrid dinosaur? Like, that was a great idea. But it's just like, uh, going back to Jurassic Park, and now the park is actually open and it's working, and there's dinosaurs everywhere. Like, yes. And then the freaking Raptor Squad. Oh my God. Chris Pratt's hipster mustache. Yeah. I love it. And he's like, I'm best straight out of Jurassic. Silver Lake. It's Chris <laughs> Pratt and a bunch of drafters. Like, uh, this is like my dream come true. I liked it. Um, I'm not as big a Jurassic Park fan as you, um, but I, I, yes, definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, um, it's gonna be a great, great fucking summer. I swear to God. Like, we're already off to a bang. Speaking of off to a bang, big, huge weekend. Uh, for geeks, obviously, we had Free Comic Book Day yesterday, mm-hmm. and the day before that, a little movie called Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah. Um, now, before we get into Age of Ultron, you wanted to talk about Shield a little bit because uh, I made you catch up with Shield. Um, yes, and- I was so behind on it. I don't know why. 
I was getting kind of uh, a little tired of it, but now it's how, how like like two weeks ago you were like, oh my god, it's the greatest show in the world, like you know you were like so yeah, you're no, totally like, it was like okay, like they're split up and Sky's totally, doing you were this totally team Colson. You were like, oh, all I over. love Colson, yeah, but I'm just like, oh, the team's not together. I just don't care. All this, and now I'm like, oh, okay, like that last episode that led up to Ultron. I was like, all right. This is gonna be awesome. I, I I love that they like even though it was just so uh uh you know small in, in the aspect it was like basically like what that last like five minutes of of, yeah. of the uh, last episode of Shield where you know you, you see uh, uh Hill and all those like hey we gotta we we gotta go get the sha- the staff rah, rah. Now, right, I right. I seriously thought Colson was gonna show up in in the movie at least at some point you know. Nope, not at all. Well, they did bring in that uh, that Hydra guy though. That's why when I actually when I saw Age of Ultron before I saw that episode, I was like, "Hey, it's that guy that's appeared on Shield a couple times." That yeah, I don't know that that actor. Um, so I was like, "Oh, there's there's probably a lot I'm missing." <laughs> I'm um, even like, "How did they get the staff? What's going on there?" Um. So okay. Uh, but this has turned into a completely just amazing comic book TV show. Like it feels like it's a it's like watching a comic book every fucking week, and it just keeps getting. And the fact that they're 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 pulling just cool little things from comic books, but creating their own identity out of this as well, and mm-hmm. being able to to you know bring in the the cinematic side of things too, and just all of this is going to tie in together. Amazing. Yeah, they're doing such a great job. Um, what has been your your favorite part so far? Um, I like the, you know, surprisingly, I really like the, um, sky and human stuff. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. Cause I even like the whole Raina transforming. I was like, Oh, like it just seemed like, Oh great. Are we just going to walk into like, you know, like basically Adelan would just like mutated in humans everywhere. I thought it was just going to be sort of this like quick jump to the planet. So do you think they're in Adelan right now? No, no, this is not Adelan anywhere near, but I, I do like, it's just very subtle, like, you know, yeah, this is just the transitioning part, and, like, um, I think that's been sort of my favorite part so far, and uh, all the Grant Ward stuff, he's great, I'm glad they, they have him back for a bit, and, um, yeah. Uh, do you think they're gonna, they're gonna keep uh, Agent 33 around? I think so, uh, at least for a bit, but... I don't, I don't know. I don't know what That's, she adds uh, to it though. Like like what's the point? She she doesn't do the face thing anymore. So she's not I thought I I was like for sure thinking she was going to become Madam Mask. Yeah. So that's that's out the air, you know. I don't know. Uh, if anything it's uh, I think the character I'm still like really bothered with right now is uh um Simmons. I'm just so like I I get it. Like I get she's like frustrated and changed, but I'm like really you're going to like kill this fool right now like come on girl don't don't be like that go make more sandwiches for fits and you know go do science stuff like come on no she's pissed she's got avenge i like that like we're seeing this this you know i mean to become an agent at shield you have to learn how to kill people oh no absolutely and 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 she's finally like she's tapping into that you know and but it's like i mean going against like even colson's or it's like come on dude like you really trust in colson this far like don't go freaking throwing that diviner stuff on people and turning them into ash come on it was and that guy was like my favorite character Roland Bakshi or whatever oh you knew Bakshi wasn't gonna stick around I know but he was great 
I was like, that's the guy. Like, I, that's what I want to be if I was a dude. Like, I want to be in a suit and have a weird accent and just be like, you know, I'm I'm rich and my name is Roland Bakshi. Just saying. I that the the Melinda episode. Oh, that was so good. Oh, so so freaking good. The cavalry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh my god, such a great. I, like I'm glad that they finally told that story and that we're not having to 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 you know. <clears throat> completely wonder about it so yeah but the way it led into age of ultron awesome can't can't like just be you know less happy yeah yeah it, it was it was so good so let's get into age of ultron yeah huh what's the vibranium for i'm glad you asked that because i wanted to take this time to explain my evil plan <laughs> so let's get into age of ultron when did you see it I saw it on Thursday, Thursday night. And what was your you, you? This is the movie that we've been we've been like just hyping for. I, I think as long as we've we've been doing Crisis, we've the, a week hasn't gone by where we haven't talked about this damn movie, right? And, and now it's finally here. What did you think? Um, it's funny. I sort of set myself up not to like it because you know, sort of like, how can you really top the first movie? And it it wasn't without its problems, but it was amazing, like all the way through. Like I was, we were, I was also just with a great crowd of you know, geeks that um, bought tickets through my comic book shop, and we were just hooting, hollering, and cheering, and everything. I it was great. I loved it. So, I I, I had a different experience. I mean, okay. I, I I didn't pre-order tickets. Like, like I went on Monday and went. You know, I, I gotta figure out where I'm gonna go see Ultron. <laughs> and then I saw that the the theater down the street. I live in Long Beach. Uh, you know, it, it theater down the street was doing a, a Thursday screening of it. There was no like big comic book thing or anything like that. Right. It was just like, hey, go buy tickets. So um, I saw it in a mixed crowd, uh, which kind of bummed me out. <laughs> yeah, there are some hardcore geeks, and then there was like the woman who sat next to me and just kept calling people nerds. Um, yeah that's that's after like don't go to that movie then like come on exactly it's like okay i get it you're supporting your boyfriend but still yeah um i i I, oh my god so i I, i've been like trying not you know george and i had all of our theories about what was going to happen in this movie and and a lot of them didn't come true (laughs) um but yeah i mean i was like i was going and going okay this is going to be good this is going to be good um and and the the more I watched, you know, like the further along I got in, I was there, there's no, there's nothing I can say that's like just oh my god this was wrong about it. It was it was solid all the way through. Okay. I, I I've heard people complain about you know the third act is bad or you know they put so much story into those two hour two two and a half hours. There's original I guess there's a director's cut that's three hours long. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're going to see a lot more of this. There's stuff that was in the trailers that isn't in the movie. Um, you know, they they supposedly they, they hacked to death. The uh, there's there's more to the Thor flashback stuff. Right. So, like, oh, I love that stuff. Oh, my God. That was I was like, I don't care what's going on. In the Civil War. I swear to God. I just want to know. I want to skip all the way to Ragnarok and Infinity Wars. I just want to just just give me everything. I just want gems. Uh, um. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, like. 
I thought the the we'll, we'll, we'll pick it apart in a second. So, um, but there were so many people that that, that were kind of like, oh, well, you know, once the initial hype dies down and you come home and you think about it, it's not that good. And I've been thinking about it all week, and I still freaking love the movie. Well, I think like because totally same same experience. I loved it when I watched it, but then giving a little more thought, there's I mean. There's definitely, I felt like a lot of it was kind of like, especially, um, I mean, we'll definitely pick it apart, but I felt like there was sort of like cliche sappy moments and jokes that didn't fall through and like, but the, the main thing that people complained about that I had no problem with at all was just people were like, oh, it's so like overstuffed with characters, you know, new or old. But I think too, it, it's because like, you know, we're obviously like, we have an idea of who these characters are in like the comic books and in the in the show and in the movies and so and, and like we all both watch agents of shield and all these tv shows so it's like i like i would basically feel bad for anyone going into that just like hey i watched you know avengers and actually funny story i i was trying to explain to my coworker who just saw avengers she hasn't seen captain america or guardians of the galaxy or any of that and i was like oh so they start off with hydra and she was like oh is that like the the blue cube i was like oh no that's that's the tesseract uh how, how do I, you know, I'm like, like how do I explain this? <laughs> well, this definitely, this movie, you definitely like, it, it. It's even if you 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 just go from Avengers to to Avengers Two, it's not gonna, yeah, it, it's not gonna make that much. I mean, you can you can get an idea, but I mean, they don't. They they basically say, you know, hey, if you didn't watch Captain America and Thor, you know, and you can get away with Shield maybe, but I mean, you know, if you didn't see Captain America, this doesn't make sense to you. Right. Um, I I get that, and and that's the thing I love about it though is it's like you know, we 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 gave you the map, you just chose not to read it, you know. Yeah, and I I feel like too, it's almost like because we've invested all of our time to you know basically get every bit of the you know cinematic experiences like you know me and you have, so it's like oh this is almost like the reward. It's like this is the next chapter. So I had fun with it all the way through. Um, and I thought like just the cast chemistry, you know, all the jokes and everything, like it's just fun when they're all together again. So I'm, I'm, I was all about it. I'm all about Thap, the Thor cap bromance. Oh God. I mean, oh my, like, like, okay. The biggest thing for me, the opening sequence, people were complaining a lot about that because it's like so Michael Bay looking and stuff, you know, Um, and, and I fucking loved it. But the thing is, the thing is you set this up as like the, we we know that time has moved on, right? Since the the, the first movie, now you're seeing them operate as a team. That's the right. whole thing. Is like it's not. There's no individuals in yeah, this. Yeah, don't it's, hate it's, on it for the explosions. Like, come on, dude. It's, it's, it's not my theme. Like, like, like. Well, and you know, it's the shaky cam and the the pausing and the 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 zooming in and stuff like that and like the 360 shots and stuff like that. But the thing is, you're seeing them operate as a team, which they weren't doing before. You know, right. the interaction with the way, like, like you know, uh, Thor using Captain America's shield, you know, hitting Captain oh America's shield, God, like all yeah. that stuff was awesome. The, uh, you know, Captain America's yet again new costume, uh, with the the electro, you know, magnetic uh, holder for the shield. I Aww, fucking loved yeah. it. I thought that was awesome. Um, it's like, why didn't you do that in the first movie? <laughs> in the last yeah, movie, seriously, you, know? you were just trying to have black widow pick up all your shit you know but i mean that that was the thing is like they the the way that they established that this is like they're they are operating as a team now like not just a bunch of guys with powers that got together you know it's it's 
you know they've they you can tell that they have strategy they have in and the way that's set up in just the first four minutes is amazing you know like like you don't because you you automatically like it makes you go oh okay this is their team that's it you know like like there's no questioning what's gone on between the two movies with just the avengers yeah you know um and and you you know it's like I, I love the fact that it's like it's kind of set up like like okay so all this stuff has happened they've been doing stuff you know like like they they've been operating as as this team and and there's more story to be told somewhere in, in between there um so I, I loved that part and you know it's I really can't sit there and be like with Iron Man two they you know the biggest thing was they were establishing too many characters, but I think the biggest thing was they were establishing too many characters wrong. You know, it was like yeah. setting things up. They're spending too much time setting up whiplash and setting it where I think that was kind of the best part with Joss Whedon is he knows how to pace things properly. Like yeah. where you're setting things, you're bringing in new characters, but you're not spending, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes focusing on just setting up that character it's like spreading it out over so you had Ultron going on as you're getting Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch as you know you're yeah. you're establishing the, the 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 break in the dynamic of 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 the Avengers you know um it was great i mean the, there was so much story that needed to be told you need to establish Ultron these new characters and, uh, you know, get to the point where they can take on Ultron and defeat him all in two hours. Right. It was a like, you know, a, it's 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 like basically writing the Bible, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think Joss Whedon did a great job with it. And it kind of like bumps. I like did read this review recently where like they thought that, you know, Ultron was like laughable. And I'm like, dude, I thought James Spader was amazing. And I thought like just everything that, you know. Like, I feel like as the first film is sort of like a good, like, like, there's no way you can really top the first Jurassic Park. You know, it's just like the idea of it. It's so new. And you're like, all right, how is he going to do this? And then he was able to sort of bring all these characters into one thing. And so now that he's continuing, he definitely has to change up the pace a little bit and just sort of throw them in. And, you know, I thought all the characters were great. Like, I love, you know, I had no issues with the the Maximoff twins <laughs> accents or anything that people had issues with. And I'm like... This movie was great. It was so much fun. Uh, the, the best part was okay. So okay, well, one thing. Okay, let's let's talk, tackle the Ultron thing first. Um, the the there there's been complaints about Ultron being like like you know the snarky Ultron. The thing is, he's supposed to be the anti Tony Stark. You know, he's right. supposed he's he's supposed to be. Uh, you know, he he took his personality from Tony Stark. You know, that's you know, basically like when when you see all of him downloading, he keeps referring back to to Tony Stark is in, in, you know, uh, that like all of his quotes keep coming from right, Stark. Right. You know, and it's like, he's, he, he has those mannerisms of Stark. And that was the greatest part was the James Spader doing his impersonation of Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> as an ultra, as, as a, a robot, yeah. you know? And yet I, I mean like just with James Spader's voice alone, like he was still so menacing, you know? Oh God. Yeah. Like, yeah, so I mean, even though he was sort of this like fun character, like I, like you know, he's still like sort of terrifying, and he's like huge and just like, like just you know, he's like sitting on a throne with his back turned, like with you know, and the twins are like, what, who is this dude? And, um, but no, I thought he was great. And I mean, if they would have played him as a Dalek, 
you know? And he right. was just like, like, oh, like a computer, people would have bitched and complained like, why do you have James Spader voicing a, a, a Dalek? You know, I mean, right. it's, haters are going to hate regardless. Yeah. But um, they Ultron has always been a very stiff character. You know, in the comic book, he's very much more of a robot when he starts out. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't develop a personality so much later on. Um, and even then, it's like, you know, uh, uh, always fighting with this computer side, you know, like, like and, and so it's like they kind of captured this perfectly of, you know, building up a story where they had to create an entire new version of how we get to, to Ultron. You know, because the original version, you know, was based on Hank Pym creating Ultron, you right. know, and, and, you know, basically creating AI and the fact that they turned around and like, okay, well, we're going to do it this way instead and, and involve Stark and, and Banner and everything. And, you know, obviously the gem fucking great. Ah, so good. Um, the, the Scarlet Witch Quicksilver, what did you think? I like them. I actually uh, enjoyed their presence in the film a lot. The, I just didn't care for that. Um, like two things with that third act, real quick. Um, is like that sappiness, like I mentioned. Like I did not like that scene between her and Hawkeye, where it was like it just seems so like I'm scared all of a sudden because of all the shit I did. And he's like, "Hey, hey, don't worry about that. You're you're an Avenger now." And I'm like, "Oh, come on!" Like she's so she seems so badass. Like you didn't need that, you know. But I I, I loved her. I thought it's it's funny. I was just talking to a friend. I was like you know where's the Olsen family hiding her like we got the Olsen twins for years and years and she just is like here and she's like amazing I was like I love her like her screen presence and um I thought I wasn't gonna like Quicksilver as much because I feel like out of context he seems kind of silly like this guy with like slim shady bleached hair you know like we're with bad roots like where'd you come from but um oh he was great I loved him uh although um are we allowed to throw in more spoilers at this point? Yeah, we yeah. Really oh yeah. Okay. We're, 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 we're... Like, but when his uh, when his death happened, I you know, I just I was sad. Like the whole theater. That's why like the crowd was so good. The whole theater was like, <gasps> like just I was like, oh my god, I can't believe that happened. But it definitely didn't have as much impact as like in the first film when Coulson died because we knew who Coulson was. You know, like we had this time to establish. And even I was sad when Jarvis was like supposedly dead. I was like, oh my god, he's my favorite. Like, why would you do that, Ultron? Um, but when he died, I was definitely sad, but I wasn't like, okay, like I, this, it, you know, impacted my, my life. Um, but yeah, I, I love the twins. I thought they were great. And um, uh, I thought there was going to be more of like a resistance to them joining up with Tony Stark, you know, and the Avengers, but didn't, didn't seem like it. So whatever. I, I mean, I, I, I think it's hilarious that people sit there and go, oh, well, their accents are horrible. Well, it's a made-up fucking country. Right, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's no, not, they're, they're it not supposed to be Russian. Like they're not supposed to be, like, like that was the whole, that was the greatest part is they look like, you know, they're this just weird nation, uh, like, like, you know, okay, could have been Russia, could have been, you know, Slovenia, whatever. Didn't really matter. Yeah, I liked it. They were fine to me. Um... Okay, let's let's get Vision. Oh my God, MVP of the movie, like hands down, he was amazing. I thought he was gonna be horrible. He was by far the greatest thing about that movie. Oh, I mean, I I was I 
I love Vision. I've, I've, he's always been one of my favorites in the Avengers. And it, another one where it's so hard to pull off because he's, you know, always battling with, with his human side, you know, and, and it's, it's a really just, it's a hard character to be like, okay, how do you not pull this off as being just like this cold Android and, and, right. you know, Paul Bettany was just the perfect casting for it. I was a little bummed that um you know they they didn't uh they didn't bring in uh what's his name um from Agent Carter. You know, it's like it's like, oh, you know, like uh, J- James Darcy who pa- who played Jarvis and right. You know, and and I thought it was at first. It's like, "Oh wait, I don't know, that's right. It's it's a completely different person." Um but man, Paul Bettany was just the you couldn't have asked for somebody that you know more perfect of a casting and i i love too just that like his character he's so um obviously neutral you know but at the same time he he's able to sort of reason fast enough like okay like you know i don't want to kill him killing's wrong but yeah if we let him live it's gonna probably kill a lot of people so we should probably kill him you know it's just like okay cool like are you on our side are you not you know so just and then also just the scene leading up to that where because obviously it's sort of like science bros versus everyone else that's like you know tony what you're doing is wrong and then thor just sort of comes out and he's like nope nope you guys you guys just back off i had a vision we're good let's call this guy vision we're good (laughs) oh i mean where that that scene where they where uh thor jumps up on the 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 container and and brings down the the you know the thunder and stuff oh in lightning you know it just creates vision that just just that scene where he jumps up on there and he's like got the hammer in his hand i was like oh my god that's like straight up out of a comic book like you couldn't ask for a better looking scene yeah um and the 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 story of um how vision joins the team um uh even even androids cry an incredible issue of avengers like like you know it's the fact that like basically vision has to prove himself he's created by one of the uh, Avengers biggest villains right and he's got to prove himself and the way they pulled it off in the movie where he grabs the you know he he grabs the hammer and being like oh my yeah, god yeah like, I'm worth like, yeah. I'm I am worthy of being like yeah no your, questions and, no and, questions and the there. fact that they uh, sure sure they questioned it you know like like well he's an android so it caught, but it's like no doesn't matter anybody can't you know it's like it's like you have to be worthy to hold hold the hammer yeah and uh that was a great way of establishing like, okay, this guy's not evil. <laughs> you know, there's, even though he's created by Ultron, there's Ultron inside him at some point. There's, there's gotta be, um, you know, and I think that's how they're going to bring back Ultron at some point because they're, they're, they're Ultron will be back at some point in, in, yeah. in this film, you know, this series or something. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it uh, just, just incredible. And that the one thing that, that being in the theater, like, you know, that wasn't full of geeks, like you got the experience of when Ultron, that like they, you first see Ultron come out. I mean, uh, when you first see vision come out, you know, uh, yeah. theater just erupted. It's like, oh, yes, yes. I like, I've been yeah. waiting for this scene for so long. Um, but the costume looked great, you know, uh, it's funny that they didn't really touch on his intangibility powers. It was like, right. they didn't mention it, but you saw it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, he can kind of, you know, put himself through everything. And rip yeah, stuff I mean, he's, 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 okay. he's, he's going through uh, and, you know, like just the fights. Like you didn't really see him in the fight scenes with the Ultron robots, 
you know, well, much also, at like, all. it was sort of like, I feel like it was kind of assumed, like, okay, this guy's got an infinity stone on his forehead. Like, he could basically do whatever he wants, you know? And, oh, side note, going back to the twins for a sec, uh, I know there's all these sort of, like, I felt like there was a lot of, like, you know, bromances, and there was the whole Banner Romanoff thing happening, but those little moments between Vision and uh, Wanda, yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, this is my new favorite couple in the Marvel Universe right now. Like, everyone else can go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's destined to happen. It, the, you know, they, they had kids together. Um, <laughs> which is going to be really interesting to see how far they take that in the next movie. You know, yeah, uh, they definitely set it up. I hope it's yeah. not like, oh, now she's no, going to get with this random character. Like, they, it definitely is like it, there's chemistry there. I, I really I enjoyed the 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 Black Widow uh, romance, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the Black Widow banner romance. I thought that was great, um, you know, completely out of character, which, you know, but fit fit completely like like in comic book continuity wouldn't fit at all. That the, it, two would like you could not pair those two up. But. And in this, it works perfectly. And I think, too, it allowed, like, because of all the visions they had, like, due to um, Scarlet Witch's powers, it allowed her to, like, it allowed the story to open up in her, like, uh, her background a little bit more. Because it's almost like, what don't we know about her? She's obviously been in, like, you know, this is going to be, what, her maybe fourth Marvel film? Yeah. Because uh, she was in Iron Man too. But it's like, what don't we know about her already? And I love that, you know, yeah, in the sense they're both outcasts and he was just like, how are we going to have a future? I can't have kids. And she's like, well, I can't either. And I'm like, oh my God, just punching the ovaries there, you know, like, God, that sucks. But yeah, I I liked it. Um, Hawkeye. What'd you think of that? Um, surprising. I, I still don't really care for the character, but I liked it. And I also like that, you know, what's her name? Uh, Linda Cardinelli from Freaks and Geeks was, uh, was the missus. I was like, oh, snap. What's up, girl? Well, it's so funny because I, I just, well, I finished, I just finished watching Bloodline, uh, the Netflix TV show that's got yeah. Kyle, Kyle Chandler and, uh, Lindsay in it. So, in in like literally before the movie started, my wife and I were talking about Bloodline. Like she, she's like, oh, how is that? And I'm like, dude, the girl from Freaks and Geeks, you know, the little girl, she's like all grown up and she's in it and she's like, play, you know, we're totally talking about her and stuff. I had no idea that she was in this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then she shows up and I'm like, oh my God, it's Freaks and Geeks girl. Ah. Yeah. Um, it was, that was a great surprise. Um, the whole Hawkeye living in the middle of like Indiana or something. Um, yeah. Not the Hawkeye I like. Uh, yeah, because you haven't read the Hawkeye comic book, so like, like the great thing with Clint is he is just this down on his luck, you know, kind of loser who can't really get his shit together ever. And to see this guy who's like got a kid and a wife, you know, right, right, his wife and she's pregnant and she, you know, he's like cares about interior design and stuff. It's like, mm, I mean, I I get it. They're establishing. You know, like, like, you know, look, you have to have separate lives to, to, to get through this. And right. it, it's a great to me. It was just it, sure it was out of character, um, but it it was also a great point in moving it along, you know? Yeah. And um, I like, too, that there's that whole sort of um, exchange like, oh, just make sure your your teammates like, you know, back you up. And, you know, obviously like little points where like everyone's like flying away and he's like, all right, guys, I'll just, you know, walk there like cool. 
Um, but then the, the characters he seems to uh, engage with the most is, you know, Scarlet Witch with that uh, in the third act when they're fighting and um, and obviously uh, Quicksilver. And he like names his his baby, you know, like the middle name is Pietro. Yeah. I'm like, oh, dude, like that's, you know, so I, I like that, that it sort of brings like Joss Whedon's, you know, and everyone are just trying to find ways to like, okay, how can we give these characters attention without like trying to have Iron Man overshadow these guys again? And, you know, how can we connect them all? And so I thought that was really nice. Well, yeah. And that was the cool thing is the fact that like this movie was, you know, there's always a, a, a standout, you know, in each movie, like obviously the, the first Avengers movie was all about Hulk. You know, you walked out of there going, Oh my God, Hulk is badass," you know, which people never said before. Um, this one was Hawkeye, you know, like, like I think like people walked out going, well, that Hawkeye, he's pretty awesome, you know? Um, and they need to, because you know, Hey, he's going to be in the next movie. Uh, so I think eventually we'll probably get a Hawkeye black widow movie. I think, you know, I mean, one, one could hope, but, um, yeah, I, I think, uh, it's, it's one of those things where it's gonna, you know, they 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 needed a character to, that wasn't you know okay Captain America gives big speeches you know like like right they really developed Hawkeye with this movie I thought it was yeah great. oh absolutely um but they developed him in a way that I wasn't crazy because I just love the down on your luck just right fucked right. up Clint Martin you know uh um he wasn't hot guy in this one um so which you know you gotta you gotta separate yourselves and be like this is not the comic book you know um so that's one thing that i did like about it is the fact that it's not just like hey we're going to act out the comic book um the fact that they just take elements and expand upon those is yeah great i mean i can I, there there's little tiny things you can pick apart sh- for sure but as a whole this movie was fantastic oh yeah yeah super fun and I mean, it was just, yeah, I would literally, I was going into that movie like, you know, like, I just, I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like, you know, after movies like Prometheus and Godzilla, I was like, I have spent too much of my life hyping upon movies. I need to not really care. And so I was like, you know, it's going to be all right. And as soon as the movie was done, I like yelled. I was like, I need to see this movie at least six more times. Like, I can't, I need to, you know, see it again this weekend. Like, I can't, I need to, you know, and like, um, I went with um, our other writer, um, Raina. And so I was like. She she's already quoting the movie. I was like, I I need to I need like another dose of this to even get that to that point. I need like I, God, I, I, just... I, I never watch things twice in theater. Never. Yeah, uh, I saw I, the first one like five times. Wow. See, I, yeah, I've only seen the first one. Well, I, I've seen it like six times, but I, I saw it once in the theater. But um, I mean, the, and the thing is, the first one was perfect. You yeah, know, like like it was such a great setup, and I was like, man, how are they going to be able to top the last one? They did it. They did it completely. But <clears throat> before we wrap this all up, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Uh, and what was that? There was a, a thirteen-hour movie that uh, Netflix put up, which I I have been waiting for forever. Like this is this is the 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 TV show I've been waiting my entire life for. Daredevil. Okay, but what does that look like? Like, what do you actually see? World on fire. Wow. (laughs) 
I mean, how quickly did you watch it? I, uh, it took me, I think I killed it in a weekend. Um, it's funny cause every, my sister kept walking by like, so what are you watching now? I was like, it's literally the same show. <laughs> I was like, I've been watching the show for like, I've been, you know, like four hours this time, take like a break. And then I'd like watch a few more episodes and she actually sat down with me. She's like not into superhero stuff at all. So that was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, it was, it was great. I definitely, I also have my little clips with that, but we'll, you know, talk about it. But what did you think? Uh, so it, you know, they, they, they did kind of the countdown, uh, you know, Thursday at midnight, they, they launched it for Friday and right. I watched four episodes on, on Friday, um, woke up Saturday morning <clears throat> or no, woke up on Friday. Uh, I, I, you know, running the website, it was really hard. So I watched like two episodes and then, uh, started my day had stuff to do so i was like I, and all i wanted to do was go home and watch daredevil <laughs> you yeah no um and then just started like binging uh you know friday night i think i stayed up until like four o'clock in the morning and killed you know up to like Jesus. seven episodes or seven or eight episodes like like i yeah. literally was like if i don't go to sleep now i'm not even gonna know what happened because i can't i won't be able to retain it um yeah. And then Saturday just finished it off. And I was like, when I hit episode you know, 12, I was like, oh, my God, it's almost over. What am I going to do? Like, like I started getting like bummed. I'm like, this is going to be it because <laughs> guys, I don't know if people know like people listening to this. I don't know how they know. Like, like I am Daredevil to the core. Like Daredevil is my Batman. You know, like like it's it's everybody has that character for me. It's Daredevil and Spider-Man. You know, those, yeah. are, those are the two characters that like I just love. Um, and, you know, the the Affleck movie killed it for everybody and ruined Daredevil for a really long time. It's funny because I kind of liked it when it came out. <laughs> well, you were also a lot younger. It was horrible. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, Evanescence. I'm, love this I'm sorry, but but the director's cut didn't help that movie at all. Uh, people, no, I need to see. I haven't even seen that. <laughs> people will will try to defend that movie. The, Affleck was an okay uh, Matt Murdock. I used to think that, but now I don't like. I don't even want to know this that movie existed because this was perfect. This is where the Marvel universe needs to go. Um, it's great that they there's no filters. There's they they just went. We're gonna do this. Uh, you know there there was. You know, obviously, because of uh, it's Netflix, there's no standards and practices there. It's basically like, how far do we want to take this? Yeah, it and was super, they went there. Super violent. Yeah, I mean, I like literally, I was like, oh my god, I, Netflix, I see what you're doing, or Marvel, like I, you know, you're really using Netflix as like, okay, you know, we really want to carry out some dark stuff, so let's just let's just go with it. You know, I'm like, oh my god, this. But then the, the crazy thing was there was still like a ton of links into you know the Marvel. It's like, oh that. This place in Hell's Kitchen cost this much because of that alien attack. Exactly, I was like, I exactly, and that's that. There. That was the greatest lead-in was the fact that like you know people are sitting there complaining that oh you know it's it's Hell's Kitchen you know but Hell's Kitchen's like this hipster area. Well, Hell's Kitchen in reality is sure because they're like oh what are they doing fighting over the Chase Bank on you know on Fourth right. You know, well, also but, like, Daredevil's a really old character, so that's why I'm like this well, is like Hell's like in the 90s maybe. But, but what they're fighting the thing that i loved was they're fighting over real estate that's being reestablished after the invasion 
Yeah. You know, so there's still stuff that's like the the idea is the fact that like they want to go in and, you know, own property like like Kingpin wants his Hell's Kitchen and uh, the the uh, the the Yakuza gang wants their version. And that's where the, the you know, and then the Russians and all that. It's it's a land war, basically. Right. For the stuff that was coming out of the invasion. You know, and that's the part that I think a lot of people missed is the fact that like a lot of a lot of Hell's Kitchen is still devastated. Like and they allude towards that in just the first couple scenes. And that's the thing that I loved about a lot of the stuff in the movie or in the the, I keep calling it a movie because it's a 13 hour movie. It's not a TV show. Yeah. Um, They 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 allude to a lot of stuff. You know, there's there's a lot of mentions of stuff um, that like you, you just don't you catch but it's not obvious and that's the thing i loved it wasn't like they went you know there's a lot of times in uh in age of the shield they're like ha, look look that's did you see what we did we we just right, or right. they, they kind of make it because it's it's network television and they've got to kind of you you've always got a right to the lowest common denominator you know um you, you can never trust that your audience is smart with this they didn't do that at all they went like we're going to make subtle hints about stuff like, you know, the Crusher Creel um, posters and stuff. So we know that, you know, this is tied in. Uh, they talk, keep talking about the invasion. Uh, right. You know, there's the fact that they're, they, they lead into the fact that there's going to be, you know, all these other movies. They, they allude to, to um, Luke Cage. They allude to uh, Iron Fist, you know. And so there's all these little subtle hints, but they're not like hitting you over the head with it. Um, right. I just thought it was like it just went on and on and I just I was hooked. It's it was the perfect casting. I mean, let's talk about the casting for a sec. Uh Charlie Cox, what'd you think? Oh, I loved him. Um not an actor I really pay attention to. It's funny cuz if you just see photos of him outside of the Daredevil role, you know, he's um uh, he's a British, I believe. So it's like, and he's also on Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. My friends like sent me photos of him. I was like, oh, he looks like a Jewish doctor or something, like someone I go to. Um, but as Matt Murdock, I was like, I, you know, it's just completely like he just embodied him as well. Like, you know, just completely different person. And uh, like, yeah, I, I loved him. He was great. I I knew nothing about. It. I mean, I, I knew when they cast him, I knew that he was on Boardwalk, and I don't watch that show, so whatever. Um. And I was like, okay, cool. At least they didn't get some big, you know. It's 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 not like they they got a Ben Affleck, you know. They right. they, they didn't they didn't cast this with like we're gonna do this. At, you're gonna watch this because you like this person. It's like no, they cast this because it's, they wanted somebody that looked like Matt Murdock, right? Um, and he pulled it off so well. Uh, kind of bummed that he didn't have red hair, <laughs> you know. Um, oh, I oh, I felt like that would have stood out. I, I think it's fine. The only thing I was actually bummed out about is that, like, he didn't seem blind. Like, you know, at least in the Ben Affleck version, it was like, oh, clearly cataracts or something. You know, this one he was just like, I'm just looking one direction. I was like, I thought he, <laughs> I thought he, he 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 pulled off the blind thing perfect. And the fact that like, you know, uh, they, you know, the the, the his apartment, you know, was like. <laughs> The fact that there's nothing showy about his apartment whatsoever. And even after right. uh, the fight scenes in his apartment, it still was like a mess. <laughs> it's like, what does he need to clean things and fix holes in walls? He can't tell. Right. Um, you know, I thought I thought the way he pulled off Matt Murdock was great. Like it was 
it 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 didn't feel like they had to change anything from the the way Matt Murdock is is in the comic book. Um, it, we could go on for hours. We've already been talking about you know everything for a while, so we I don't want to bore everybody. But uh, 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 Eldon Henson, who I had no idea who this kid was that played Fo- Foggy. Oh, he's from uh, the Butterfly Effect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he's been in like a bunch of stuff, and you just kind of go. I mean, he was in you know Hunger Games and. He was in Castaway and all sorts of craziness that I've never paid attention to, you know. Oh, okay. um, yeah. And and I was like, wait, who, who is this guy? And what? Oh, wow. He's he's great. Like there's been a lot of complaints on the Internet about how like he's very one dimensional. Um, and he is. You, you need your foil. You need you need your 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 witty companion who, you know, plays off of your main character so they wrote him they wrote him down than what they do in the comic book but i was okay with that you know like like they still captured foggy he looked like foggy you know foggy's always this like kind of overweight schlubby kind of guy who just can't get his shit together half the time but he's an incredible lawyer uh that part they captured um i think they they kind of made him a little too petty at some points and a little too um uh uh meek you know where they're like he's like 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 but they needed those points to push the story forward i think right Um, i definitely i well it's funny because my favorite episode um in the series was the one where he finds out like uh, about Matt and it's just their whole sort of, you know, they're the, going to be the best damn avocados and stuff. And they're like, you know, it goes into their, uh, I, cause I, I love now that this sort of trend in, in television and movies is like, cause uh, you know, I always hated like sort of like shows like Dexter where it's like, you know, basically the whole show is him trying to keep his identity secret as like a killer. And so it's like, you just never get the sense that these characters are smart enough to learn that. Like who else could this guy be? And I love now that it's like, like, okay, like he's, you know, obviously daredevil and we have a whole episode dedicated to foggy, just finding out rather than like, Oh, I'm going to keep this identity secret, you know, and maybe one person knows, but that's about it. Well, and, and that was foggy had to find out at some point. You just knew that like you, you always need one person besides uh, night nurse obviously well yeah that i thought they didn't do that in the, the first film that's why i was like i didn't think that they were gonna go that far but now that they have it's like i you know like that's that was a smart move on their half like it felt like a very intelligent show and um with with just that like I mean, well that's that's the point you know it, it's pulling it from from the comic book you know there's always the the person that knows that you you need that in just about any superhero play that you're doing uh of, of the somebody knows your sidekick you need you, you need that person to play off of you know um in in ultimate spider-man it's 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 mary jane watson you know it's like it's like it it's you need that that person that that's that sounding board off of uh the identity um and i thought that episode was fantastic where in the way he finds out was just brilliant you know um the way that they they stuck to the comic book on a lot of things was was fantastic just stuff that they just pulled directly from the comic book uh the whole s- stuff was stick so fucking good um i i have to say like like uh, my favorite casting was was uh Vondi curtis hall who uh, played ben urich 
was not expecting that at all. Oh yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was um, great. Like like I knew that they cast him. I was like, okay, Ben York's black. That's cool, you know. Um, and then it was like, oh, wow, he's amazing in this, and he's an actor that's been around. Obviously, he's you know he's been in a ton of great movies, and he's he's a good actor. But this was like just straight up like perfect perfect casting and ben yurik you know i know you're not as familiar with the comic book but ben yurik is like you know he he first of all figures out on his own who matt murdoch you know matt murdoch's daredevil right and at one point is like you know he confronts him he's like yeah okay matt and daredevil's like what the how did you figure that out and he kind of becomes you know, part of, of, of Daredevil's team, you know, it's, it's foggy and, and, you know, Ben, and at some point, you know, everybody figures out Daredevil, who, who Daredevil is, but, um, you know, he's, he plays such a major role in the Daredevil lore that they killed him off. I was like, what the fuck did you just do? Oh yeah. That was sad. It was so sad because I was like, wait, wait, this was the perfect casting. And I think it was the fact that they, they made this thinking that it's going to be these 13 episodes and nothing else. You know, we're not going to make any more episodes like that. Yeah. Supposedly the inside rumor is the fact that they, they didn't think that this was going to go beyond the 13 episodes. Um, so to move the plot along, they killed Ben. Um, how they're going to get around that? Because, you know, there's so much more story that involves Ben. Um, I don't know, but it's going to be good. It's wow. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so excited that, that they've decided to do a second season. Um, uh, what did you think of, um, what did you think of uh, Kingpin? Oh my God. I was just going to say <laughs> the only w- person that they could have gotten better for D'Onofrio was Gandolfini. Like, like, Oh yeah. And the, been the, the best part was D'Onofrio playing Gandolfini. <laughs> You know, there was parts in there where I'm like, like, like the whole origin story of, of Kingpin was basically mm-hmm. an episode of the Sopranos. <laughs> like you don't get much more Sopranos than that. Like, like it was basically them going, you were going to play, we're, we're going to somehow pull the Sopranos into Daredevil and they pulled it off perfectly. Um, I thought D'Onofrio was fantastic. If he does not get some kind of award nomination, be it Golden Globe or, or uh, an Emmy, I'd be surprised because I thought his I thought he was stellar. Like just the fact is that he supposed to is this character supposed to be like socially awkward? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean the thing is he's a three hundred pound huge guy that like, you know, uh just he he is the kingpin of, of New York kind of thing. That that's why they called him the king, kingpin. I know. Just I, I was uh, maybe it's like knowing Kingpin. Like my experience of knowing Kingpin is from the '90s Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, I just I always thought he was a little more like, especially being the Kingpin of the crime underworld. Like I thought it was going to be a little more charismatic than that and not so like awkward. No, um, no. It, it, the thing is, like they, the Kingpin has always been uh, a daredevil villain. Um, you know, he 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 came out of Spider-Man, but. Uh, you know, he's always been a, a daredevil villain through and through. Like, there's nobody worse than, and that's the whole thing is he's behind the scenes always. He's never been a showy kind of guy. Um, they played that up in the cartoon because I don't know why, but he's always been just this like evil motherfucker 
that just operates through other people. You know, uh, yeah. he only got his hands dirty when he had to. Um, and and the way that they they played him up uh, with Vanessa, um, who doesn't come into the storyline till much later, uh, you know, that was all taken from the Bendis run. It's just perfect. Like 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 the way they played that up into the fact that she she you know um, joins him and just becomes as as evil as him. <laughs> That was right. Fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I thought D'Onofrio was like this, the, the fact that like he like the first time you see him, he just looks so menacing. And then you the more and more you see him, he's like, you know, this just tortured soul that's made him completely evil. And then when you finally um, see his his like kind of origin story. It just everything falls into into place, and you see why he is the way he is, right? Mind blowing, like how they thought of that, um, and and uh, the fact that like in the comic book, uh, Vanessa ends up kind of betraying him, uh, to to save herself. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Uh, so I wonder if they'll they'll bring that in at some point, but like the like the way that they they brought in the you know the kingpin and made him this at some points he he's almost murdoch's equal you know like as far as like they want the same thing they both want right right. like they're they're both love hell's kitchen because that's where they grew up but they grew up differently and see that's the thing that like like the writing on this was so perfect because in a normal tv show it would be like look we both grew up in hell's kitchen they both grew up in Hell's Kitchen, but they, it was so dynamically different, you know, um, that uh, they didn't, you know, they, they never played that up or really pointed it out. But they, you know, it's like they both have this love for Hell's Kitchen, and that's the crux of the story. One's the right. protector, one's, one wants to, you know, they both want to protect uh, Hell's Kitchen, but from completely different reasons. So... I love that aspect of it for sure. Um, but man, as a whole, so good. And, and it's just, it makes me more excited for, you know, the, the next one is, uh, uh, Jessica Jones, which I think that's later this year, right? I think so. Or maybe early next year, but yeah, that should be good. I thought they're doing two a year. Cause if, if they're doing one a year, it's going to take forever to get to the defenders. Um, but yeah, it's, oh my God, this is going to be like, I, I, I've, I've already started watching it again because my wife's watching it now mm-hmm. and it, there, I keep missing, you know, thing, picking up things that I, that I missed and stuff. You know, there's the, um, the, the scene where he fights, uh, Madam Gao for a second, you know, and she oh, just, yeah, she yeah. Just throws him across the room. I think she's the linchpin for, um, uh, uh, bringing in, uh, Iron Fist. You know, she's she's the kind oh, OK, because I mean, obviously she's got some some some, some power to her. Right. You know, yeah. so uh, I think she's from she's from Kunlun because she also says, I, I'm going to return turn home. He goes, oh, China. She's like, no, much further. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. I thought that was obvious. Um, I mean, and I love the little Daredevil isn't my Batman, you know, <laughs> 
I only read all of Mark Mark Wade's run like right after the show. I know it took you an entire show. After your love for the show, you 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 finally read the Mark Wade stuff. Uh, uh, but anyways, I mean that's that's the thing. I, I I just I love this, and it's just I want more. I want more so badly. I want all of the the, the Marvel stuff to be this good, you know, um, and this dark, and this just just. I love that the fact that they they captured what Miller did and what Bendis did with Daredevil and and just just it they soaked it up with a sponge you know they they didn't try to make it their own thing you know it wasn't reenacting yeah. the comic book but it was taking so much elements from the comic book and 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 just there was a love and a passion for it that you didn't get in that movie you know it was like you know, it wasn't yeah. we're going to try to make this big budget blowout kind of thing because we need to sell more subscriptions to Netflix. It's like they didn't care. Right. Like, and like, yeah, it's shot well. And the, if anything, the choreography, like the all the fight oh scenes God. were amazing. The this the fight scene in the second episode. <sighs> so great. And that, that's the one thing I loved about the fight scenes in it is, you know, Matt's going into the big fights and stuff like that. And you see him fighting like like as a boxer. You know, he's ready to box you and like, like, you know, um, and like, like there's pauses because he's, he's out of breath, you know, right. and, and he's, he knows that he's, he's like, he's still new at this. So, you, you know, it's like, he's trying to, you know, duck and weave and, and, you know, and, and, and really try to play up the strengths, his strengths versus his villain strengths. And, you know, it, I loved that. It was so much, so much more natural, you know, than than you know these over the top action scenes. And there were so many nods to like Old Boy and the Raid in it. That, oh yeah, oh, so so good. I mean that that the second fight. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the the uh, Kingpin beheading the guy with the door. So good. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, so good. Um. Also, what did you think about his costume at the end? I didn't love it. Because okay, that's how, yeah. I was like, that's exactly how I felt. I was it, like, um... <laughs> because I, I hated the black costume at first, but as it moves along, I was like, okay, this works. I, I get it now. Uh, because it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to show this. And, you know... The, the source material I mean a lot of a lot of this they, they also took from uh, Miller's um, uh, uh, Man Without Fear miniseries where, where it's uh, mm-hmm. Miller and, and Romita Jr. kind of retelling the origin uh, um, like more decompressed version of the origin and you know he he runs around in that entire thing without the costume on um, and I got used to the black in yeah I was like, okay, well now it looks too much like, like a CW show. <laughs> I was like, oh, is this? I was like, when did this just turn CW? Because it felt so real and gritty with all the black costume, and then he came out. I'm like, uh, like, all right. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to feel it because it felt so like the black costume felt so homemade, like it felt real, and then he came out in this like basically full tactical gear that you know that dude made for him, and it just like I was like, oh, he he made all that like really like i, I don't know he he, need, he needed it for sure 
You oh know. no, yeah, but I yeah, I don't know. It felt weird. Maybe like in season two it won't look so bad, but I was like, oh, I, I think it's the fact weird. that was kind of the you know the with with like say Spider Man, you know, you see him in, in the costume within the first twenty minutes of the movie, you know, so you're you're used to the costume. Um, I think that, you know, it's like but his costume also looks good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just I didn't like this costume. I wasn't I didn't hate it. I didn't I wasn't like, oh my god, this is horrible. Like it's not as bad as the Affleck costume. Um yeah, true. There were part like like they kind of I think, you know, they're the, the, the they call it the ninja costume that that uh, at one point Daredevil turned into. I, I I I hated that costume where he's like he's like this weird ninja looking armor thing. Uh, from the 90s and I felt like they kind of based it on that a little bit and it's like mm, no it's you need the all red costume right. but if they would have put him I in the all red the yellow first and then go red well I mean he's blind like <laughs> who knows <laughs> I mean the thing the funny thing was you know the the the, the yellow costume was supposed to be made out of uh, his his father's robe you know that was they, they kind of they they kind of took that from uh the 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 you know um man without fear like like that was the, why they explained the yellow the, the yellow and uh red costume and right. then uh, later switches to the red and i just it's like color shouldn't really matter to him <laughs> you know so why not just have an all black costume with a little bit of red or something um yeah I, I I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Um, I don't know. Like I I, it was one of those things where it was just enough to like like they'd show it just enough to for you to go okay that's cool, but yeah, not enough to like, hate it you know or or exactly. love it. It's like oh here's here's his costume for like ten minutes and you're like all right that's yeah I think, about as much. I think the total <laughs> the, the, the the total screen time out of the th- the the thirteen hours that that you saw this was fifteen minutes, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, in that final fight scene, it's like it. Okay, so the costume helped you out, you know. Uh, it, you adapted to those the the, the new Billy Club pretty uh, pretty quickly, right? <laughs> like, uh, all right. Um, the one thing that it was kind, of, it's kind of funny to me. Like, okay, so Daredevil has he has powers, right? You, you know, he's got the radar senses, right. Um, and they don't really go into any detail at all about him going like like he's there's the one episode where he he's like it's like having a you know the world being an an inferno you know right and there was that and they kind of showed it for a second of how he sees things i get that but they never really explained the radar senses the whole thing is like he can basically it's it's like a it's like a bat almost you know, uh, 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 bats send out a radar like, you know, that they're screech and that's how they know what's in front of them. You know, he can do that 360. He can basically like Daredevil knows what's going around him at all times. And that's his like he emits like almost like a rate like a radar, you know, yeah, that's around him all times. And that's how he knows he can basically see better than than a human. He just can't make out like like fine print and stuff like that but he can feel uh, a newspaper and, and not like like almost like a braille almost yeah, like like the indentation of uh you know a letter on a piece of paper is is how he can read you know that's been established that's been established in the comic book before um 
but they didn't really explain any of that in 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 the the show at all you know and i feel like there's parts where they didn't really play that up as much as either they just always more or less referred to his all of his extra senses you know his his heightened sense of smell yeah. and 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 you know his his extra his heightened sense of hearing and, and stuff so that it was like you know they made such a big deal about the accident in the beginning that created them but then it was like well why do we even bother her <laughs> Right, like they really play down, yeah, they just play down the superhero abilities and and I think play down his superhero abilities and I think just played more up that he's just this guy that could fight really well and is just so happens to be blind. And, you know, there's a lot of crime in the city and, you know, it's every sort of, like, I feel like arc of the entire 13-hour film, like you said, is like him trying to take down the Russian mob and him trying to take down this mob and Kingpin and so... Yeah, I feel like his his actual abilities, which really didn't get put into the spotlight until like those episodes with his mentor, like Stick, yeah. um, it, it, like really just backseat the whole way. Yeah. Um, and even that, it's like they they introduced that character and, um, but it was really left open ended. Like there wasn't any answers to, um, like who he was reporting to and and all this stuff. So like. Do you think that's going back to uh, Jessica Jones or you know Iron Fist? Uh, I think they're going to use the, the the child that you know Stick was out there to kill. Uh, I think that's going to play into um, uh, uh, into Iron Fist. Um, I think the the kid was coming from Kunlun or something of that aspect. Uh, and then, um, isn't that going to be the last Netflix series though? I don't know. Mm. Okay. Is, yeah, I think it is honestly because they haven't done any casting for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there there's that kind of like I thought Stick was awesome, was so good, and he's a bigger dick in the TV show than he is in the comic book. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's my answer. I don't know. Okay. I. I, I it's got one it, like like I kind of sit there wonder okay what where are they gonna go with all this and like what are, like there there that was the the one aspect of like like you know the when, when they're going after the kid I think was that just a point for because it never went anywhere you know? right like they're like oh well we're just gonna have to get another one you know I don't know yeah anyways we've been at this for a while <laughs> and we could go on longer, but you should just go watch the show if you haven't already. Cause we, we spoiled it for you anyways. So uh, hopefully you watched it. We didn't really warn you. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's time to put it into crisis cause I'm all out of coffee and I'm all out of geek. Jamie, where can people find us? Uh, on Iki Play, uh, on all the social medias and ikiplay.com and you could find me at uh, Jamie Rosaurus is my tag for all the social medias. As always, this podcast is free to you, but it costs us money, uh, our time and effort and server costs and all that stuff. I just had to shell out more money for our server because of the traffic and stuff and, and that, that eats into my it all comes out of my pocket. 
you know. So um, if you can go over to Eat Geek Play and uh, buy a T-shirt or something like that. Tell your if you if you don't want to or can't spend money, at least tell your friends about it. Leave us a comment, review, or something like that on iTunes or Stitcher. That helps get the word out. If you don't want to do that, at least tell your friends about it because you love this podcast and you want to keep hearing it. Uh, just to let you know, George has been on tour and been, you know, stick to your guns is doing really well right now and, and they're touring a lot. So I, you know, George is going to come back as much as he can, uh, when he's available. It's just been really hard to do it while he's overseas. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're changing things up a little bit, but, uh, we're crisis is not gone. We just, you know, went into a little bit of hibernation. So, uh, yeah, are you going to tell him about the other podcast? Well, yes, that was what I was going to get to next. Uh, oh, we, sorry. We, we have we do have other podcasts for you to listen to. Uh, there's a talk on Titans where uh, Matt the Rat and I sit down and, and we review every single issue of the Teen Titans uh, one a week for from now to infinity because there's a lot. Uh, and you know, Titan Teen Titans was a big comic book for me when I was growing up. And uh, I haven't read a lot of this stuff since I was like eight years old. So I'm kind of destroying my childhood. Uh, <laughs> but it's been fun. So we're about eight or nine issues into that right now. Um, it's really fun. Go check that out. Uh, also, we have uh, Creative Spaces where I sit down with uh, a writer or artist or somebody in the creative field. And we talk about the creative process from where what how, what their normal day is like to what inspires them and how they stay produ- productive. So that's a really fun podcast. And then always there's the Eat Geek Play podcast where I sit down and talk with random geeks about stuff. So that's four podcasts a week for you on the Eat Geek Play podcast network. And we're, we're adding more. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean. We, we might as well talk about, yes, we, we have War Report coming up, which we are going to dissect the Marvel Secret Wars, the, the brand new series that's going to change the face of Marvel Comics or at least bring Spider-Man in, you know, from uh, uh, Ultimates into the regular Marvel Universe. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to happen. I believe we're starting that next week because it starts next week, right? Got a lot of reading to do. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta finish reading uh, Hickman's run on, on Avengers. Oof. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, go over to eatgeekplay.com and give us some love. Uh, until next time. I need five naps to recover from that. Actually, it was an hour and 16 minutes. I'm sleepy.